0: All right, I'm here with Amate Ishel. He is the co-founder and CEO of Young Goose Skincare, and he's also the host of the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. Amate, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, I'm super excited to be here. Me too, man. Uh, I've been running into you at all the conferences and been meaning to get you on the show, and it, this is so serendipitous. Finally, we made it happen. We both uh, have busy, busy, busy schedules, but, uh, but here we are, not even time could hold us apart.
1: Exactly exactly we are we we would have recorded it on quantum energy if we, if, if
0: nothing else would have worked that's right I'm I'm really excited to talk to you because when I got to talk to you a long time ago, at, we just I mean I just saw you at the A4M concert uh, yeah. conference last month. But I remember the first time I met you, you were doing some really interesting things in skincare. Specifically, I remember one of the things you were doing was you were using NAD, which everyone's all the rage right now. NAD, as far as, and you can talk about that as far as inflammation and helping aging and longevity. And I, I can't re- I can't wait to ex- for you to explain to the audience like why this is even important in skincare and probably your overall health. But yeah. before we go there, man. I you know, we never think about I I don't anyways, we never think about males being into skincare. And here you yeah. are, a guy that's passionate about skincare. Tell me like how did this happen? Was there a day you realized like, yeah, this is what I want to do with my life, build a skincare company to revolutionize the world?
1: Well, I think the the story is a little is a some strange story as far as like, why would someone be into skincare or why would someone be into um, vanity as a whole? I'm not saying vanity is a bad thing, actually. Uh, but um, I was, uh, I'm, I'm a military veteran. I was in the Israeli Special Forces. Um, and that, that was the first, you know, part of my adult life and uh, definitely took me to some places and uh, experiences that I don't think you can have anywhere else. But when I got out of the military and we i uh started holding some some executive positions in in um in t- medtech and, and and some other companies, I um had a revelation that I want to do something else uh with my life as far as how how my life affects other other people um It actually started from what is now known as red light therapy back then, which you can see kind of shining on me a little bit but uh um, back then, it was cold lasers or or uh, low level laser therapy and uh, we were in charge of taking this uh big company that did medical lasers and turn it into a consumer based consumer oriented product and It was very difficult to explain uh, to explain to people why they should use red light therapy back in the day um most of the claims that now seem very very rudimentary back then were looked at like crazy uh, fugazi type uh claims that you can make about red light therapy and um we found out that when you talk to a doctor when you talk to like a healthcare, healthcare practitioner what they wanted to know is how it can help you know wound healing or inflammation or um you know pain in general um i remember like you know it was when we found out it can help like phantom pain was a big big deal but the consumer didn't could not care less what what we found out was the number one selling point for consumers was how their skin looked after they used it for a while and uh, I kind of got hooked on the idea that you can really improve someone's life by the way by the way that you have their health journey reflect in their skin basically um, which is what I'm interested in, in is, is improving people's well-being, health, um, etc but also make them make them proud of, of what they can exude through that. And that's how uh, I got interested in in let's call it in in the appearance of of health right um it all came together when we started to look at nad as a um as a molecule that can improve skin health and i'm sure we're going to get to it but um it all kind of ca- came together and i said you know what i want to take that as my my life's project to create a company that it is based on the bleeding edge of longevity science of biohacking and translate those those discoveries into skincare formulations and to say kind of the hell with what the median person knows um because that's what normally skincare companies do they just figure out what you have just heard about that's really healthy for you but normally it's you know not maybe what joel has heard about because this this is this is actually the cutting edge but what is this someone that is not into this stuff so much like in middle america what did they tell him yesterday and cnn that's like healthy for them like turmeric or ginger or something and um and tr- have that as skincare formulation we said let's do the opposite let's go after like novel crazy ingredients and and make them work in the skin
0: yeah i love that actually cnn just said cheerios is good for your 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 skincare that's what they're saying um <laughs> yeah but I, I i agree like and that's what i find that's amazing so uh, i always loved bringing on disruptive people onto the show like yourself you're disrupting the industry everyone else wants to throw turmeric on your skin mm-hmm. we got a guy here who wants to throw nad and reservatrol and all of these other really cool uh, anti-aging longevity molecules and um it's backed by science so that's really yep. fascinating. And I love also, too, you and I, I didn't mention, uh, but I, it's going to come out. You and I have an affinity for every time I see you, I always pretend to do a double leg takedown <laughs> on you at the, uh, at the, uh, conferences yeah. because you are a jujitsu, uh, practitioner and I was and I like to play every now and then. You're way yeah. more, uh, you're, you're, you could easily handle me. So it's always fun to do that. And, but that's, uh, I think that's so that's, that's what I love about you, too, is like, here's a guy who's in the trenches doing stuff. You were in the military. But again, hey, there's this other aspect, like you said, to skincare that's so important. And I can just relate it to like a lot of the clients I work with who are weight loss clients. When I first got into weight loss, Coach, I thought, oh, that's so silly. Like it's just weight loss. But yeah, it, it might be. But it, it's so transformational because when you when you wash away the weight, mm-hmm. you have self-esteem, self-confidence. You feel more vibrant. Your, soul, your energy, that quantum being, you project so much more into the world and then you can go out and – And actually start living your highest version of you. So that's what you are actually doing. And you're reverse engineering getting people by focusing on their skin. You're actually healing them from within. So I love that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes. And the skin is obviously your largest organ if it functions correctly, if it functions optimally. It does affect the rest of your body. It has direct highways that are con- connected to your HPA, which is like um, your, the center of your brain that, that controls like uh, how you react to stress and, and it, re- it releases hormones, etc. So, um, I mean, there. If we have our skin functioning functioning suboptimally and creating inflammation in the body, etc. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel it as, as, as part of your uh, sluggishness, uh, brain fog, uh, inflammation, etc. So yeah, we are affecting how the skin works, but the effects of that healthy skin is actually traveling further than the skin. It is not only skin deep, as 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 we say.
0: Okay, I'm going to say, talk about that, actually, because I've never, so if a client were to come to me and they say, Joel, I have acne, mm-hmm. immediately I'm going to think, the gut, because what yeah. you just said—that's immediately where I go. Now I have no idea if there's studies or if you've seen just anecdotally. Like, if you start—have you ever seen? If you start treating the skin first, not the gut—is there some kind of symbiotic relationship, or will the gut sometimes, or does it actually heal as a byproduct? I have no idea.
1: I think it's a great. Um, I think it's a great question, but I think i'm gonna actually divide that question because acne what you're seeing is not necessarily acne it's the it's the inflammation caused by a bacteria that's called p acne bacteria so it's not actually your skin that you're treating you're treating the flora of the skin which yeah we can talk about you know um why that is important but this is a a more of a biomarker for what's going on in your body that's not functioning optimally um and by the way it doesn't have to happen from from um let's say from from you not not consuming the right foods it could be like if you watch for example there is now a netflix uh tv show i like to watch which is about tennis i i i, I don't remember how it's called it's amazing it's phenomenal and you see a lot of people there a lot of uh, um athletes there with acne so you will see a lot of professional athletes especially when we talk about endurance sports that have acne and that by the way have also ibs and things like that and that is because you are taxing you are basically taxing the gut or taxing the building blocks that that are involved in repairing the gut and you are distributing them in other places like your 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 joints your connective tissue etc that um your gut is like 6% collagen for that matter. So if you need your, your, your collagen because you're doing a lot of damage to the conne- to your connective tissue, you're going you're gonna to have some, uh, um, you know, digestion issues or, or gut issues in general. And that includes, you know, acne and, and b- uh, bad formation of bacteria in the gut and um, leaky gut, etc. So wow. that is a, a different um, kind of rabbit hole. But I would say that acne, yeah, you should definitely look at it from the inside out. And but, but I'm going to tell you this: if you are, especially for an active person, if you are not doing everything that you can in order to have your skin release toxins as much as it can, and acne would be a a a, a reflection of that inability to release toxins well because they get trapped basically. That is something that is extremely 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 important as far as your uh, health and well-being Um, uh, and we can go on like if you're if you're bloated or if you're if your skin is uh if you're puffy uh that would would point to um you know bad lymphatic drainage there are many things that we can look at as a as a byproduct of of you know malfunction in the body but we can also look at something else for example we can look at how our skin ages and what happens to the skin when it ages and how it affects the rest of the body which is kind of an a top-down type of uh type of outlook or outside in and when we grow older um organs that are that are required for more turnover to for more repair they accumulate something called senescent cells which is one of the hallmarks of aging. It is, um, if you would, it's one of the things that describe what aging is. So, if you think of um, of uh, different disease like a tumor, okay, or I don't know, you can think of any disease that you want. You, you know, cancer on, uh, or whatever. Yeah. Cancer. You know, you you could you could look at you could look at cancer and say, okay, it is being expressed in you know these different things, but it's very you know obvious what cancer does to you same thing with 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 aging there are 10 different um phenomenons that are together they comprise of what aging is and one of the most important one is senescent cells which are also called zombie cells because they they basically end their their productive life but they stick around they create a lot of inflammation and they infect other cells in that inflammation guess which organ has the most amount of them if you guessed the skin, you're correct because it's the skin uh, because your skin is being exposed to a lot of a lot of stressors, a lot of aggressors from the environment. And the more senescent cells we have in the skin, the more inflammation I'm gonna say really quick. I yeah. think
0: when you said stressors to the skin, I think most people are think the sun. Yeah. But when you say that, what do you think of besides the sun? I mean, sure, the sun is also a vital force for us. But like what, else, what other stressors are we being exposed to? We may not even think about.
1: Okay, that's actually a really cool question, because if you live in a, in a city, you are getting more uh, skin damage, DNA damage in the skin, aging in the skin from pollution, blue light, and EMF than you are getting from the sun. Wow. Mm-hmm. And add to that like air travel or, you know, if you're going what through… What glyphosate? Uh just being exactly. all in there. Yeah, if you live next to a golf course or something, um, you know, you are you are getting a lot of a lot of those stressors. And uh, but, you know, besides that, most people think say, well, you know, um, I treat my my skin from the inside, right? Whatever I eat, that's how my skin's going to age or whatever. So, 80 80- there's something called extrinsic and intrinsic aging. Intrinsic aging is everything uh, that you do on the inside. Extrinsic aging are those stressors that we're exposed to. And extrinsic aging comprises around 80% of what skin aging is. So it's mostly environmental stressors. And within that, as we said, you know, EMF, pollution, uh, blue light, um, um radiation stuff like that they these are the the major drivers of it uh, alongside uv now all of those things together they really deplete resources on the day on the data on a daily basis but they also drive senescent cells senescent cells create a lot of inflammation this inflammation travels to your brain directly through something called the skin brain axis or the hpa uh skin hpa axis that re- contributes to um and and this is uh um uh, emerging science so this is uh science from the last five years that contributes to inflammation in the body that contributes to um brain fog um again like high cortisol levels many of the things that we then go ahead and consider you know stressors to the body stressors to our or agers in the body drivers of aging and so now there is there is a the talk that I'm probably being invited to to do the most, and I'm going to actually talk about it in uh, KetoCon, which is in in April, is uh, the skin is a driver of a whole whole body aging. Um, yeah, so that that's as far as as um, our skin and how it affects the rest of the body. But the good news are we can do th- something about it. It's not like you know we we need to um, deal with it only from the inside. We can, we can treat the skin in a way where, where we mitigate that.
0: Wow. Okay. I had no idea yeah. that we could tie in the skin with actually the brain. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. And then the whole aging process, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Okay. Talk, talk a little bit about then just what we see the normal skincare approach. I mean, it must drive you nuts. I know. I just see, I mean, I'm, I'm so susceptible now just to like uh, chemicals and artificial like smells like the old perfumes and colognes I used to wear. I don't wear any of that crap anymore. Now you Mm -hmm. walk into like a Macy's or something. You're just like bombarded by it. And uh, I'm sure you're the same way. You just look at ingredients of so-called good brands of skincare and you're just rolling your eyes. Could you kind of talk about what people – what are like some of the most common ingredients that people don't even maybe realize or that are in skincare products and they're – they're not good for you they're destroying your skin
1: yeah well first of all let's start i'm going to give you an easy one and then i'm going to go i'm, I'm going to go a little bit harder but the easy one is um sunblock sunblock is extremely important we just said you know uh those environmental stressors so um sunblock in general should be mineral sunblock uh preferably um zinc oxide for the most part but when you buy um uh, mineral sunblock it can say mineral but still have like one percent mineral and it's gonna say mineral so it has to say 100 percent mineral so that's like Mm. an easy one um by the way because sunblock is a drug according to the fda you if you flip the bottle you'll see if in active ingredients there is anything else other than zinc oxide or titanium dioxide, and that which should tell you it's not 100% mineral and you should choose a different one. Um, but that's just as far as like sunblocks. Um, in, in that's skin a big care- one though, thank you. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah, in skincare in general, most of the things that you think are bad are not that bad most of the things that are bad you will, you do not know that they're bad so for example i really like to give this example do you know that a guy um won a lawsuit against mcdonald's in australia um and and the, basically mcdonald's had to admit that they were buying meat that is rancid that is inedible completely Um, And they were laundering it with chemicals to make it so it doesn't make people sick and kill them. But basically it's still, you know, repurposing it for human use. But basically what I'm trying to explain is that it's still called meat, right? There is a huge difference between grass-fed, grass-finished, you know, I don't know, uh, Colorado meat or Montana meat or whatever, and uh, meat that McDonald's bought and repurposed, right? Right the same goes with with ingredients Uh, so if i you know one of the major ingredients that is that is problematic it's like vitamin e if you bought it after it was um you know in the sun for for a couple years that's actually the fact that it says vitamin e and you can say it on on your bottle is very problematic so what i would say is this you should definitely opt for companies who are who are health conscious okay uh probably go for smaller brands rather than bigger bands brands but um you should really go through a journey with a company and kind of listen to what they have to say because you're really it's like supplements you have to trust that they're making the right decisions for you uh some of these things that people are afraid of like um like silicone and um, um You know some preservatives. Most of those things are within that category. If you look at them as at EWG, it's going to have a rating of one to five. It's like it could be great. It could be the worst thing ever. And those are you know um, uh, also percentages, but also um, but also like how where did you source it? How did you treat it? Things like that. So the the truth of the matter is you you won't be able to know. It's very, very similar to supplements. What I would say is most companies, the way that they treat skincare is is what I kind of alluded to before, is that they're trying to aim to the lowest common denominator, okay? It means that even if, you know, when we started looking at NAD, which was like 2014, no one knew what the hell we're talking about. Like, no one knew... What NAD was, if they did, it, they knew it cost like a thousand dollars per IV, and it didn't make sense to them that it's going to be like a cream that costs less than a hundred bucks. Um, but now you're starting to see a few NAD companies. But what we know now is that NAD, which is like cellular fuel, does nothing on its own. It needs it needs like a list of functions that we want the skin to do in order for it to even work. So even even now you see companies feigning um advancement but really what they're doing is they're it's like clickbait they're just going over uh, you know going over what pe- they think people want to hear Obviously, the bigger the company, the lower the common, common denominator needs to be, right? So that's why I alluded to turmeric, but really, you know, the biggest company in skincare launched during the pandemic. Their new revolutionary skincare line was based on turmeric. Why? Because someone in centra- Central America, no, uh, like, uh, I mean, like somewhere in... in um, that is not exposed to a lot of information um, and really listens to the news and found out that they should eat um, that they should, should eat Skittles instead of, uh, I don't know what the article said there, I actually reposted it, but instead of meat or something. Right, um, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, so um, these people just found out like turmeric is good for you. So that is what they're going to put on their skincare, because the cost of educating the customer is is does it just does not make sense when you need to make you know two two million bottles and they're going to sit three years on the shelf. Good luck, you know, um, investing in some new ingredient that you really don't know if the public is even going to accept in like five years. And we deal with it all the time. I mean, we have products that are that you know are halfway through research and development, and we're just. We just realized it's too early to release them or anything like that because no one's going to even know what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Okay. Talk about what Young Goose is doing different than all these other brands and how you are disrupting the industry and some of the ingredients you guys are using and why they're so effective.
1: Yeah. So our approach basically is, is we want to make the skin work f- or be functionally younger. That's what we're aiming for. That's the number one thing because you know when you fell off the bike when you were you know five years old that wound healed very very quickly and it did not leave any scar. If you're going to fall off your bike now, you're probably left with whatever injury that is for life, right? And what's the difference? Yeah. The difference is is your body's ability to to respond to that injury, and most tasks our body does the same the same um, has the same disabilities right now. So we we aim at basically at. Uh, epigenetics or the way that our skin functions and that we mainly do through either you know increasing NAD production, activating certain genes that are that are more dormant as time goes on and increasing the amount of you know the the ability of the mitochondria to function well which is again cellular energy but then after we we have the skin function like a younger skin we need to ask it to do specific things that we want the skin to do because I don't know if you you're aware of it but there is no inflammation attached to a pigment pigmented spot or to wrinkles or to laxity the body has no idea it needs to go back and fix that it's like a bone that healed but it didn't heal well you know what what do you need to do you need to re-break that bone and our, so our skin unfortunately really works that way uh, so the first thing that we do is we give it specific tasks we talked about senescent cells, so we eliminate those. We signal renewal, uh, we signal um, tightening, um, recycling of, of pigments, things like that, and then um, it can perform those tasks up to 20 years younger. That's what we that's what we have achieved so far. But this is only. That's what our you're work. seeing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we published a study on it, and it's pretty cool. Like we we can. Uh, upregulate about 14 different genes that are associated with with their declines associated with aging, whether it would be collagen, elastin, hyaluronic acid genes, a uh, few genes that are connective connective tissue genes. So we can literally show like amazing results. And opposed to, it was very important to us, it might not have been like the best financial decision, but it was important for us to show it in humans. Because what most of what you're going to see you know the joke is that you can uh, heal cancer in a petri dish everything yeah. and in a petri dish you can do whatever you want but in humans it's obviously way more complicated just as a reference you know um the larger the, the animal is for example they they have a harder and harder time showing like intermittent fasting works so most of the time the, when we get to humans most of the things that we thought are going to work are hit, hit or miss so mm-hmm. it was important for us to take human samples, uh, which are called punch biopsies. We took like pieces of skin off of people, and, um, and we've showed th- those activation of, 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 uh, of genes. So it, we're pretty proud of it, and that's only the beginning, man. Uh, we're, we're investing about 90% of our, of our revenue in research and development.
0: That's so cool. And I think that's mm-hmm. actually so important because when I go talk about you guys, I can refer to this study. It's not just me, you know, yeah. being, uh, oh yeah, like I'm trying to get some affiliate link or something. I could care less. <laughs> like I want people to go buy products that I believe in I and mean, they can buy any product they want, but if I'm going to yeah. endorse or say, I, I stand behind this guy, I know him personally and here's also the research to go buy it. It's not just a feeling I have, like here's the evidence. So I, yeah. I love that you're doing that. I think that's smart. Really, really awesome stuff um i'm curious you know just on the lines of nad from what you've seen is it just is it really that revolutionary because sometimes i think and and what i mean is you know are you, and i don't suggest people do this but could could you still like not change your diet not get to sleep on time you know not do any of these lifestyle factors but just by supplementing with nad and some of the things you're, you guys are seeing with your skincare the, the effects are still still really good huh
1: yeah, but that's not what I would want people to do. Like in my opinion, yeah. uh what should happen is you're going to you you take your your body as a project, right? You're saying, you know, from you know, whatever January 1st, I'm, you know, I'm getting myself, you know, to the gym every day or whatever. We want the skin to be a a a reflection of your inner inner wellness, you know? If if you're yeah. expecting to actually I'm going to tell you something else if you want to have the tightest skin you've had in your in the last like 10 years you should gain 50 pounds how about that that's going to be <laughs> you are <laughs> you're not going to have many wrinkles let me tell you oh, wow. but that's definitely not what we would want you to do right so we want uh our skin care to be used by people who are who who want more evidence to to the fact that they're going On the right path towards you know health or whatever that is that is interesting to them yeah we can create results with anyone but obviously the better the body functions and when i say better by the way there are very 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 specific things that you can do that improve that improve skin health but it would be obvious because you would understand that they improve overall health whether it is obviously better sleep uh, less inflammatory diet um um obviously uh um like not consuming as much sugar um Alcohol. you know uh, yeah. da- down regulating stress all these things we obviously can see different organs that would reply re- uh, that, that would gain benefit from that and we can see specific things in the skin when you move uh, you improve lymphatic drainage and you improve blood circulation. Those two things are imperative for skin health uh, because blood brings nutrients with it. Your lymphatic is uh, what clears toxins. So you can think of your skin as like a power, uh, like a plant that needs to create, whether it is collagen or whatever, all the time, right? It needs to renew itself all the time. The more supplies we can bring that, to pl- that, that factory, And the more waste we can remove from that factory, obviously we're going to get better results. Um, Yeah, so anything that you would do to improve your health is going to improve your skin. And uh, your skin turns over very quickly. So I'm sure I'm not the first person who says that. But, you know, we have a new – we basically turn over cells all the time. We have a new body almost every seven years. So we have a new – uh, liver every two, three years, half a heart every 25 years, etc. So our skin actually renews every 28, every, every four weeks. So whatever we are feeding in within those four weeks, we're going to see results later on. That's very important to understand. That's something we can see results very fast as opposed to our, you know, our liver or our heart or anywhere else that results are going to come slower.
0: Yeah. Very cool. What, um, other than NAD, any other ingredients that you're excited about that you guys are that are you're using and you're seeing some great results, and then maybe even also let's talk uh, just some of your products and 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 how you like to combine them, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about that.
1: Yeah, sure. So NAD is definitely what, where we started, and we are looking to in, incorporate it in some other products as well. But the reason we are excited about NAD as a whole is because yeah, it is it is a longevity mo- molecule. It does. You know, support the way that our our cells have access to the information that they need to have. So, if your your skin needs to make collagen, it needs to have sufficient amount of NADs to even understand how collagen is being created, right? Um, but aside from that, it is also a facilitator. It's it's an energy molecule. So, the more NAD we have. The more we can ask the skin to do in the beginning, by the way it can it can uh, it can result in detoxification, purging things like that in the first one or two weeks, which is completely normal but after after that the actually the kind of the more problematic your skin is, the more results you're going to see because there is more demand for things to happen but this is just like um, a um, let's say that that only is the way our foot in the door because our really advanced molecules are are, as I said, like senolytics, things that eliminate senescent cells. We have um, a really, really cool um, technology that are called biomimetic lipids that we actually mimic how your skin creates a skin barrier. And not only mimic it, but we can actually like, super make it a super skin barrier. And the, the reason that's important is because we're starting to understand, especially with modern diet, is that people have leaky skin the same way they have leaky gut uh, and that wow. leaky skin, exactly like leaky gut, doesn't only allow what we used to think is that's what it's called, like, in, 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 um, gut permeability problem. It's because it allows more things to seep into your bloodstream, et cetera. But aside from that, it creates more inflammation. It creates more, you know, um, kind of disruption in normal skin function. So when we heal that part, that the leaky gut, that is a huge problem. Um, advancement towards like the longevity on your skin and one of the things that we're proud of the most that's our number one seller it's a cult product by now it's called a hyperbaric mask and when we st- when we made it to begin with we made it for a specific uh, facility that really wanted to improve the results people get it- you know, in their skin, kind of the same thing that we're trying to do. But they said, you know, people are going into this hyperbaric chamber. They pay a lot of money for this, and a lot of the times, what will they what they want to see in the end is a better, more healthy skin, like a tighter skin, a young, more youthful-looking skin. But they're not really getting that. And the older they are, the they the less they get of that. And we're trying to figure out why. Maybe it could help us. Maybe it can make a product that would help us. So we made this gel. Which we call a mask because it's very difficult to call it something but it's a gel that you apply that the person applied before they got into the chamber and it like ramped up the amount of uh, oxygen the skin could could even use Um, so you can imagine if you have an engine um, if you have a turbocharger the turbocharger just condenses a lot more air into the into the engine Because then you could use more fuel and combine it with with that more air and you create more energy. So kind of the same thing. It's not only about how much oxygen you have, it's how much much oxygen you can actually use. So uh, we got crazy results with this mask. Then we said, you know, how many people are going into hyperbaric chambers? The amount is not very big. So we started to look at what are the end results in the skin when people get into a hyperbaric chamber? Like what's happening in the skin, and we went back and asked ourselves which molecules can we use and kind of locate and and get them into the same formula that it doesn't only enhance the results in, in in a hyperbaric chamber but it would mimic being in hyperbaric chamber as far as the skin is concerned and the, the and the benefits and that's the second version of that, which we have now um so you apply it overnight, but it mimics the same effects that would happen in the hyperbaric chamber for your skin, which is really cool. That's why mo- you know most people that use our products use this product.
0: Wow. That yeah. is so cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then I'm curious, like, you know, I've seen a lot of biohackers, especially they have a whole skincare routine. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, they're going to mask, they're going to moisturize, then they're going to clean, they're going to exfoliate, they're going to do that. Uh, do you guys have like your own kind of kit like that too, where people can kind of like build their, a nice little routine and, and the mask and everything? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so
1: the best is, is to take a quiz that's online. So we have a quiz on our website. It's extremely simple. The idea was to, you know, get you the results as fast as possible. It's not like a, you know, um, pure encapsulations have a quiz. It's like, <laughs> you need to take like 15 minutes to finish it. Uh, so we want to do the opposite. It's like very simple. But um, the bottom line is you're going to get, like, either a super minimalistic routine for someone. Like, when I started to look into skincare, obviously I was like, okay, we got to make one product because I can't use more than one product. So uh, that's we, – we can do that, but we can also – you know, you get, like, levels. So you can do, you know, a full routine where it's, like, wash, tone, uh, use this serum – in the morning, this serum in the evening. Then, you know, in the morning, you put this moisturizer and you put a sunblock after it. In the evening, you put this moisturizer and they put a um, mask after it. So you could get very, very complex. But if to break down like a system, just to give you something that is more like meta, not only about us, but about skincare in general, um, nothing really changes with like your cleanser, your 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 moisturizer. These things are normally... There is no difference between, like, for men, women, anything like that. They should be pretty much the same. Um, you could obviously have something for drier skin or for more oily skin, but that's there's not a lot of difference. What really makes a difference is, like, a serum. Serum is, like, choosing, choosing a direction of where you want to take your skin. So you take one active ingredient and you blast the skin with it or two or, or one aspect of what you want to have the skin do. And that is what we do as well. So we only have like one or two moisturizers, but we have like five serums. So someone can really choose what they want their skin to do specifically and have the skin do that and get results in that direction. So it's pretty easy that when you speak the skin language, it's pretty easy to get results to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, just doing like you said, I love it. I, I can't take all these products, but if you just give me one, I can mm-hmm. do that regularly. So like just taking the NAD one would probably move the needle the most for me. So like, that's, that's amazing.
1: And that's how we made it we made it so it is it is like the kitchen sink approach so it does have nad precursors by the way like NAD on its own doesn't really absorb into the skin it's huge it's an enormous molecule but um and also not only that it's enormous the skin has no idea what to do with it so nad since it's mm-hmm. cellular fuel it only exists in the cell the, the cells use it they spit out um a type of vitamin three that that the body then knows to take that and make back an AD, or take it take it back into the cell and make back an AD. So the problem is, is that most of what you're going to see in like um, supplements or or you know other skincare products are going to be this NAD molecule. So it's not going to absorb, and even if it did, it doesn't. The body has no idea what to do with it. What we do is that we break it down in the same way that body does that. We break it down into the precursors, NR, NMN, which were now in the news. NR was in the news because um, because it's suspected to cause cancer, which it does not. Um, and uh, NMN, because the person who was professing NMN, the per- person who was pushing it, uh, has also started a company that then filed, th- told the FDA, hey, we actually are researching it as a drug, so uh, can you please not have people sell it as a supplement. So it, it's extremely, obviously, extremely potent. So we actually use all of the precursors, all the building blocks of NAD, get them into the skin. They're nano-sized. They're very small. They're wrapped in a lipid bilayer, so they're stable. The skin knows what to do with them. The skin knows where to take them to make NAD again. So it's a much more complicated approach than just, you know, just um, applying NAD on the skin. But this is definitely what you would want as far as one product. But within that, as I said, NAD on its own, it's just inability. It's like a car sitting in your garage filled with gas, right? Now we need to activate the GPS and tell it where to go. So the same product has that built in. It has like 10 other ingredients that resveratrol, CoQ10, PQQ, turmeric, uh, vitamin C, um, some other molecules, peptides, some Basically, everything that your skin is going to need to know to renew itself. So it's a full, like, multi-longevity supplement for your skin.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the time. I know we're going to wrap things up in a little bit. I, yes, I wanted sir. to ask you just a couple more questions, and then we'll jump into some uh, lightning round questions that I like to ask people. Um, but, yeah, any other exciting projects that you're working on?
1: Unfortunately, we are. We are working on, on two that are crazy, crazy – they're just crazy, but we are work. We can't, we can't say. We are working. Uh, what, I, what I can say is, is three things. We're working on another way to support mitochondrial function, which is very important. Um, there's a whole book now written called The Spark Fa- Factor by uh, Dr. Molly Maloof that I recommend if someone really wants to know more about mitochondria. Um, that's number one. Number two, we're working on a way to create autophagy in the skin which is uh, recycling of dead cells. And the third thing is we're working on a proprietary peptide blend, which we already have one, um, but another one that would be very, very, very effective. We're seeing crazy results with that as far as uh, skin rejuvenation, but that's going to take probably six months.
0: Wow, very Mm -hmm. cool. All right, I'm going to say anything I didn't ask you that you wish I had before we jump into those lightning round questions?
1: No, I mean, uh, to be honest, it's a fun fun topic for me so wherever it goes I'm, I'm happy
0: yeah um i'm curious man what are you know what are some choices that you think you made that made you who, or maybe a choice that you think that made you who you are today
1: um going towards adversity i mean when you uh when you talk to me a lot of people you know some people you know uh are very confused by by um who i was how i started and where i am today that's kind of how we started this conversation but what really i think ha- has guided me throughout my life is uh where i feel i'm lacking or what i'm afraid of or what i feel i am afraid of pursuing and leaning towards that uh, or into it um whether it is you know uh the military moving to the states uh getting you know um you know, uh, choosing a job in tech, biotech, whatever that is, starting a company, uh, keeping that company during the pandemic, which wasn't easy in the beginning, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, So all that um, is definitely um, what has led me here. And and obviously, it makes me a very happy person because, you know, conquering, uh, dealing with adversity and conquering adversity to me is the ultimate source of sustained happiness.
0: I love that. Don't you think too, sometimes like even as someone like yourself, who's overcome a lot of adversity, I noticed, you know, even, even myself this morning, I had all these things on my mind. I'm like, why are you, why are you worried? Like this is exactly how you grow and you get better by pushing through and getting, getting over these things. So it's funny, you know, our mind, we, we always push away at adversity, but it's the thing that makes us stronger and better and more capable.
1: Yeah. I think that the more, the more, the more robust relationship you have with dopamine, which which you really need to work hard to get dopamine, or or your the things you set as as, as things that are going to give you dop- dopamine require a lot of commitment from your part. Uh, that's normally what creates a happy person in my eyes, and and the reason I'm saying it is because the vice versa. You know, uh, the, if if you are getting addicted to like easy dopamine dopamine hits, normally that does not uh, equal happiness, uh, from what I've, I've seen and, and experienced.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Who's someone, you know, you, you're, you guys are obviously doing so much in the health and wellness world. I'm just curious, like who inspires you in the health Uh, and wellness world? One
1: person, one person that inspires me is, I don't know if, uh, if you've met him, but his name is Dr. Fab Mancini. He, name, uh, I've heard that name, yeah. He was the president of Parker, which is a uh, uh, Parker University, which is a chiropractic university. But he's also a speaker. He um, He's like a health expert in, in Fox News and, and Telemundo and stuff like that. And um, in recent years, I've had a lot of amazing conversations with him. And um, this is someone that every time I have a conversation with him, he, he shows me um, where... Uh, a person could potentially be if he is very committed towards service and and uh, the well-being of others. So that's that's definitely an inspiration and in the, in the inspirations that that everyone else has, which whether it's Elon Musk or, you know, I'm trying to take an inspiration for ev- from everyone, even if I really don't agree with them as far as um, why they made the choices that they made, etc.
0: Yeah, I love that. You mentioned Molly Maloof in terms of books. I wanted to ask you if there's like a top one to three books that you would recommend or that had a lot of impact on your life that you'd say you got to go out and read these books.
1: Yeah, The Happiness Hypothesis. um, This is number one in my eyes. Uh, It's by Jonathan Haidt and uh, Atomic Habits. I think, you know, habit forming in general is obviously very, very, very important, but um, Atomic Habits is a very good intro to or, or or a way to look at habits as far as, as as benefits and think and grow rich i think is a is a type of a bible classic uh, not necessarily yeah not necessarily for riches i think for like um a way to view life etc i think it really is i was just thinking about it i don't have kids yet but the idea of um that having being the bible studies for for kids i think is a really cool thing
0: yeah, that's so good. Mm-hmm. I never. I have two boys, but I never even thought about that. I'm gonna have to introduce that to them early on because <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't get introduced to it till very much later in my life. So that's a great. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing that up, man. Yes, sir. Uh, last two questions. We'll wrap it up. Any rituals or hacks or practices or anything like that you do on a regular basis?
1: Yes. So I have a few things that I am not compromising on. So that number one is obviously uh, exposing my eyes to light early in the morning. So the minute I wake up, I depends if it's sunny outside or not if it's not sunny it's gonna be for about half an hour if it's sunny it's gonna be for five ten minutes I want to be in my eyes absorbing sunlight to reset my circadian rhythm uh, working out in the morning as well for the same reason and um, non-sleep deep rest in the middle of the day it could be meditation it could be b- uh, by um, brain tap which I really like um, new calm if I'm on the road, whatever, just so um, I get that non-sleep deep rest and um, not having my eyes exposed to blue light in the evening. It's also very important to me.
0: Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Those are all good.
1: Mm-hmm. Last
0: but not least, Amitai shell from Young Goose. Where can people find you, connect with you, learn more about you, and, uh, yeah, get, get some Young Goose products?
1: Yes, sir. So uh, younggoose.com, uh, Young like the age, goose, like the bird, dot com. Um, that's obviously where they can learn more about us, get our products, et cetera. We have a very, very interactive and interesting Instagram page, which is young underscore goose underscore skincare. I highly recommend it. And obviously our podcast is um, not all, not. Most of the time, not about skin. It's about how you could, you know, manage your life, manage wellness. So it shows in your skin in the end, but, but everything that wellness is basically. And that's the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. So I highly recommend uh, people to tune in. And, uh, yeah.
0: Amazing, brother. Amate. thanks yes, so much sir. for being on the show, brother. I appreciate you.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you very much.